Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? G'day footy fans and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penkless and joining me as always, Michael Corbin. Emmanuel. Michael. We're back. Back. Um, Origin teams are out. Game three is Game three. A week and just over a week away. Yeah. Before we start, I just need to make sure you don't need to blow up about a referee. Uh, we, we can, we can no say, fines were given out we during can, the recording of this save podcast. Those chats for later. <laughs> I am not happy yep. about certain results. Yeah, we may discuss them. Yeah, okay. Um, but where do we want to start today? Well, why don't we talk about Origin quickly? We've yep. got Origin, of course, coming up Wednesday week, so we'll get into it more properly next week. But uh, the teams were announced yesterday, much to the surprise of everyone, because I swear everyone was expecting them to be announced on Sunday. Yeah, I was uh, sitting there Sunday night refreshing my feed and nothing came up. Yeah, but um, the big change for New South Wales is uh, Jordan McLean will make his Origin debut in the place of Payne Haas, uh, who has succumbed to a shoulder injury. Uh, he's obviously had niggling problems, I think, throughout the Origin campaign and even before that. Um, but that's the only change. I think the bigger thing to come out of Origin for the Blues is the fact that there really are no changes other than that. Uh, Freddie's stuck with Crichton and Burden in the centres. Uh, he's stuck with the same team except for that force change with Haas that, that demolished Queensland in Game 2. Um, and obviously the, the, the key one missing there is Jack Whiten, uh, who's been named an 18th man. But he was um, probably our best player in Origin 1, only missed Origin 2 because of COVID. Patchy game on the weekend for Canberra, but I think... Awful game. Not patchy. Awful. Six errors. Some of the sh- really bad decisions. Yeah. But I didn't think... Didn't do himself any favours. Didn't do himself any favours, but I think probably the right call... Um, I don't think the others did enough to be dropped. Um, to be honest, and especially Burden definitely should not be be removed from the team. The the makeup of the bench with Cook there makes it hard to sort of bring in Whiten, um, as given you've already got Burden to cover the halves as well. So, and I think Talakai is a better. Can you can slot him at an edge at second row more comfortably than you can slot Whiten, who has, has never really played in the forward pack before. Um, a lot of talk about McLean being selected. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he was in the squad for game two, but everyone thought that if Haas out, it would go to RCG, Regan yep. Campbell-Gillard. Uh, I actually prefer McLean. Mm-hmm. I think that he's an excellent prop. He A couple of years ago, uh, so he's he's 30 now, but when he was 24, he represented Australia at the end of the year. That's how good he was as a, a prop. Yep. Uh, he went up to the Cowboys, and they've had a few bad years. Um, but... If you have a look at the play, at Jake Trevojevich, who is known as one of the best defenders in the NRL, yeah, he has a tassel, tackle success rate of ninety five percent. There's only one player in the league better than him. 
It's Jordan McLean. Is that right? He's missed 12 tackles all year. Wow. 97%. Regan Campbell-Gillard's not low. He's 93%. So I think this was a more defensive decision, especially starting him. I think he's going to play the first 20 minutes, take the brunt of that that initial go forward from Queensland, much like what Josh Papali'i does yep. uh, for Queensland. Yep. And I think you'll see bigger minutes from Paolo. And then you've also got the likes of Murray, uh, Crichton, Yo, Martin, all can play 80 minutes. Yeah. All big, big minute players. Yeah. You don't need, and Jake as well. Jake can play 70 minutes and you'll be fine. You don't need a huge front row rotation. Yeah, I, I think that's I think it worked in game two. The discussion, we'll get to Queensland in a second, but I think this discussion has been a bit of discussion about the fact that RCG was overlooked. I think, given what you said about McLean, also Cowboys are in a better form than Parramatta, which I think has played into it. Yeah. I don't think that RCG did enough in Origin 1 to sort of how could we not look at him again. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was a lackluster performance. Uh, and I also think that maybe he can he can give a bit of insight to the Blues on some of the weaknesses in his Queensland's in his Cowboys opponents too. So yeah, uh, I think that's all playing a role there. I'm very excited for him. Um, it's awesome to and to be de- debuting in that arena as well. Um, Queensland. Yep. Nanai comes into the starting side for Felice Cafusi, who's ruled out for personal reasons. Uh, and Gilbert will make his debut from the bench. Yep. In the extended squad, uh, the Hammer and Sammy Walker. Uh, very exciting. Munster is expected to play. Uh, he's had this niggling shoulder injury. He didn't play last week for Melbourne. Um, if Munster and- doesn't play, I would think that Ben Hunt plays six. I don't know who would jump on the bench. Well, you know, I think um, Walker. Maybe. Walker jumps on the bench. Maybe. And well, they, they'd sort of do some sort of yeah, rotation, rotation with yeah. Grant and yeah. Walker and, and just do it like that. Yeah. Uh, the, the only... I mean, Queensland team is very strong, as you'd expect. The, the only thing, I think, for New South Wales, and, and it was spoken about last night, is they're, they're missing, like, origin big game experience there. Obviously, Luttrell ruled himself out. Tom, Tommy Turbo's not there. Um, but these guys just, you know, they impressed already. They're just going to have to do it again, right? Yeah. I Look, there's there's guys who, and we saw Matt Burton can break open a game. Yeah. Uh, I thought our wingers were exceptional in game two. Uh, yeah. Stephen Crichton, look, everyone's like, oh, we should have put Whiten over Crichton. You have to remember defensively, Crichton has that, and look, he had one lapse in game one where Palmer ran around him. Yeah. But you've got that edge of that that Panthers edge which is the best team in the competition of Cleary Martin and Crichton and that combination you know can deliver in big games and in big games at Suncorp Stadium they did it in the grand final last year and the highlight the the, the major play from the grand final last year hate to bring it up was Stephen Crichton making a defensive play and getting an intercept thanks (laughs) so yeah I I, I'm happy with the Blues selection. I said last week, don't change anything. Yeah. And obviously, we were forced into a change with Haas. I, I like this change. I think it was a good move to bring him McLean. I think he's a really excellent prop. Uh, I thought Queensland would have started Carrigan. Really thought they would have started Carrigan and had Collins come off the bench for impact, uh, play Carrigan at lock and big minutes at lock. But... I don't know. They've got plans. Let's see what they do. Yeah. 
I think New they South have it. They have the added advantage, we'll, and we'll talk about all this next week. Yeah. But they got the crowd behind them. It, it's a different yeah. beast. So Actually, yeah, let's leave it. Yeah, we'll, we'll give we'll our predictions it. next week. Yeah, uh, as well as you know, score, minute series, whatnot. We'll go all through that next week. Okay, Clubland news. Yeah, and there's a lot of it. I think let's start with the the, the good news story of the week. The Warriors went home. Yeah, finally they played in front of that incredible crowd. Uh, at Mount Smart Stadium, twenty thousand plus. Twenty thousand plus. They won twenty-two to two in an emotional homecoming against the Tigers. Thrilled for them. Absolutely thrilled for them. It, it's it's so good. It's uh, I'm all for taking every game to New Zealand next year. They, the Warriors should not have an away game. Um, I, I just think that that that's the that's the faith we have to repay. Uh, for, it, for their sacrifice, it was the, it was the best Sean Johnson performance this year. A lot of the players had their best performance. Toho Harris, obviously, he's coming back from an injury. Best performance. Wade Egan almost got over the first try of the game. Very Warriors like. Just, just a lot of players who stepped up because finally they were home in front of their families, and you could feel the passion and the, the how much it meant for those players. And to hold it, I know it's the Tigers, but to hold the team score a uh, trialless, yeah, big effort, yeah. Big effort, and we haven't. I don't. I couldn't. I can't tell you the last time the Warriors held a team trialless. Yeah, it's it, it was it was just really, really nice to see that, and and I, I'm glad that they got the win there as yeah. well because it for me it would have been really disappointing. I think for everyone involved, if they they came back home and and couldn't lift for their home fans. So, uh, really good news there. The other big talking point. So Thursday night, Mike. I don't know what's happening at the Storm. Obviously missing Munster, but. Storm conceding 36, unusual. Manly letting in three tries in the last seven minutes. Interesting. I think it was four tries in the last seven minutes. Uh, four tries. In the, yeah. I if think that game right. went on another two minutes, Manly would have lost. Yeah. I'm convinced. But look, this is you're up by four tries with six minutes left. You switch off. Yeah. But we've seen Manly two weeks ago, three weeks ago, lose the game like that to the Cowboys. That's an issue that Manly have. Melbourne. Yeah, I look no monster. I think they're going through it a bit at the moment. They've got a couple guys. They're they're low on back on backline players. Remus Smith is now ruled out for the season with uh, reaggravated tech uh, pec tear. Yeah, so that's a big blow for them because he was an he, he's their starting center. Uh, I think that once you get Pat back, you get Meany on the wing. Uh, you get Munster back in the heart in the in the six jersey, and then you've got your. You got Harry Grant playing ninety minutes, uh, eighty minutes, undeterred by Origin. You know, backing up and whatnot. I think they'll. I'm, I'm, I'm not too worried about Melbourne. I still see them as the second best team in the competition when healthy. Yeah. Also, but, also no Kafusi either. Who's no Kafusi, but forward leader. Cowboys have a bye this week, yeah. and they're currently sitting equal. So Cowboys will jump, jump. them. Yeah. Uh, if Melbourne don't win, and Melbourne play Cronulla. Yeah. So and second Cronulla. versus fourth, and, and Cronulla. I, I think Cronulla. Are less affected by yeah. um, origin it's and by, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hines won't be missing because he's not 18th man anymore, which is a boost for them. Yeah, that game on Thursday night, which we'll preview shortly. Friday night, Michael, your team, I think, stunned everyone. After 10 minutes of watching this game, I thought it was going to be 40 nil. Um, I think you might have too. Well, that's when Angus Crichton got binned, and then Angus Crichton goes off. Penrith don't score a point. Sorry, he goes off uh, five plays after the penalty that he gave away. Yeah, we love that, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we love that. Nothing better than the bunker getting involved. Continue. Um, Angus Crichton goes off, and Penrith don't score a try. 
which I think is is quite symbolic. Uh, Channel 9 commentary. Phil Gould's asked by Andrew Johns, how do you crack Penrith? What's the way to score against them? The next minute, uh, in, in response, Gus goes, you, you've got to go through the inside, uh, change your direction, short passes, in and out, short, short passes. passes. Between the middles. Next yeah. thing, what, what do we see, Mike? What's next? Describe it to me. Manu to Tedesco to Sam Walker right up the middle. Right up the middle. What a beautiful try <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah. And the Roosters... Very gutsy performance. They, Very gutsy the performance. Thing, what they did was they gave teams a blueprint. And look, it's not not every team can do it. No. Right? But they gave teams a blueprint on where Panthers' weaknesses are. And if it weren't for some horrible refereeing decisions, uh, the Sam Verrill's try the Sam Verrill's tackle might be the, one of the worst penalties I've ever seen given away. Yeah. Ever, ever seen given away. It is atrocious. Um, that led to a kick-out try right on the stroke of halftime. Um, and then, you know, there was there was the issue where James Tedesco was asking uh, Gerald, Gerald Sutton, um, can we challenge this? What am, what am I challenging? What am I challenging? And the referee dismissing him and saying, you're tight. You, you, what, you, do you want to challenge? Do you want to challenge? Not answering questions. Um, led to another try. Um just, but it was a great performance. I I, I was telling you, and we were messaging this whole game. I'm like, we're going to go up, we're going to give away a stupid penalty, they're going to clap, and then they're going to win. Yeah, it's exactly how the game played out, and this is what the Roosters have done this whole season: is they give away penalties at the wrong time, and it costs us. Um, but it, I think it was our best performance of the year. I think so. I and there's good signs there. There are good signs. Also, the other interesting thing, Mike, was the team selection. So, obviously, Manu went to um, six. six, yeah, And you started with Hutchison and Hooker and pretty much had two hookers on the bench. I loved it. Interesting strategy. And, and, and again, it worked because, like you said, to beat Penrith, we went up the middle. Yeah. And I think that led to a try as well where uh, you had Verrills to Watson to, I can't remember who it was. Maybe Manu. Yeah. Um, led to a break, and then we got a try off it um, on the next play. But just that, the, you know, quick forwards up the middle, quick passing. That's that. I think that's the blueprint that teams are going to take away from this on maybe cracking this brick wall of a Panthers defence. Yep. Saturday afternoon. For those of you that did not know that the swamp that the uh, Cronulla Bulldogs game was played at was actually. Combank Stadium. The the premier brand new stadium. It is. Yeah. It is. Incredible drainage. Has no drainage. No. And the other stadium where we play all our big games at. Yep. Um, Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Similar conditions. Swamp. Acor Stadium. Yeah. Bit of a problem. Yeah. I guess. Bit of a problem. Uh, Latrell. Excellent to see him back. That, That try assist was awesome. Um, to you know that bust that led to yeah, the yeah. Damien Cook try, loved it. You know my thoughts on Latrell. I hate that he wears a South jersey. I love him. I think and I, I, like I, he's an excellent player to watch. He can do things that very few in the game have ever been able to do. Yeah. Lachlan Ilias, I thought, actually had a, a very good game. It won't get spoken about in the um, wash up with Latrell's return and ruling himself out of Origin. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity on behalf of Michael and myself to also rule us out of origin. 
uh, for game three as well, just in case we get caught oh, up. Look, if Freddie has needs me to run water, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> if he gets me a free flight up to Queensland and I get, yeah. to, sit, uh, I know. I get to sit on the sideline to watch, I know. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. In all seriousness, Lachlan Ilias, I think, had a really good game back. Just, just much more comfortable in the role. Uh, unfortunately, Souths, more injury woes. Uh, just this season can't get going, so that's a bit annoying. And then, Mike, uh, given we've covered so many games this week, Sunday afternoon, your beloved Dragons and Canberra. Would you like to uh, take this one? Um, well, first of all, I thought that the Dragons were the better team on the day yeah, and probably deserved to win. Yeah. I thought Canberra made some stupid decisions and... Uh, first half, the, the wind was like a sixty k an hour wind yeah. behind the Dragons in the first in the first half. Yeah. They used it to their advantage. Kicked early, put Penra, uh, put Canberra down in their own end, made them work out, made them work out of their own end. Yeah. Canberra had no idea how to play with the wind behind their back in the second half. Uh, but given it was wet weather football, points were hard to come by, and it was ten twelve uh, with. Dragons having to, to defend their line in the last set of the game. And within one play, the Dragons committed three <laughs> cynical fouls, professional fouls, that the referee then decided to blow six again for instead of blowing a penalty, even though it was the last second of the game. And then because it was the last second of the game... Um, the dragon, the, the the Raiders lost because they didn't get to play the ball. Yeah, it, it's 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 and it, it's brought up questions. Should we scrap the six again? And I I don't know the answer. I've liked the six again for reasons. I hate it for reasons like this, where teams are abusing the rule and knowing that they can get away with the rule. And Ben Hunt flopped and then didn't line up square at marker and then tackle the player. All within two seconds, and the referee in a game, in a, in a in a point of the game which is critical, and this could cost the, the Raiders the eight, right? Could cost the Raiders the eight. It's two competition points. Didn't blow the penalty because there's this six again rule. Yeah. And look, it was it was a bad decision by the ref, and they have a judgment call on whether to call a six again or a actual penalty. But these were these were professional fouls, and the Dragons knew what they were doing. And if that is in the twentieth minute of the game, not the eightieth minute of the game, it's I'm, in the bin. Mike, I, I back the argument. Okay, ref should have made the call. I, I don't buy this. Could cost Canberra the eight. Don't get yourself into a situation to do that. I agree. I agree. As it's, I said, it's as such I said, a stretch. as I said, the Dragons deserve to win. Yeah. I started. That's how I started yeah. this conversation. Yeah. Um. Anything else from the week? No. 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 Uh, so tipping was mixed. Yeah, I tipped the Titans. Three, uh, seven out of eight, a few sixes, um, quite a few sixes, and then some fives, fours, a three, and then five ones for people that obviously just aren't tipping at the moment. Uh, so looking at the overall ladder, Nick, Saturis, and Gab are now equal first. Wow. Uh, Hetro on 89 is outright third. Joe, Jono, and myself on 88. Eleni, Mark, uh, Peter G on 87. Michael J and Michael C. Clive, Anthony P, P and T, all on 86. 
Tony Corbin's dropped back to 15th. Yeah, he keeps on dro- he keeps on tipping the Roosters and Souths. Souths worked this week, but have they won both won in a round this season? <laughs> it's just probably not. Probably not. The odds aren't really in their favour. Probably not. Uh, anyway, we digress. Yeah. So split round this week. Yeah, only four teams. Only four oh, eight teams. teams. Eight teams. Playing. Four games. Eight teams. Thursday night, Sharks hosting Melbourne mm-hmm. at Points Bet Stadium. But yeah, cracking contest. As we said, second against fourth. However, uh, Origin players missing. Obviously, when the draw was done, this wasn't known. No, no, no. So, Cronulla out without Talakai. Uh, Connor Tracy comes in for him, who has played five games this season. And Braden at centre. And Braden Trindle is the new 18th man. For the Storm, Jeremiah comes in on the wing and Meany moves to 5'8". Jaden Nicarima drops to 18th man. Brandon Smith will start at hooker. Harry Grant is on Maroon's duty. Josh King's the new lock and Big Nelson will start at prop with Kamikamika coming to the bench. Wishart and Grant uh, and Jordan Grant are new faces on the bench. So this is Thursday night in the Shire. Cyclonic conditions. Cyclonic conditions. It is, yeah. It, it's it's prime. Wide, wide, it could be a mud pit down there. Yeah. Because I remember that South Sharks oh, game a few game. years ago. Yeah. I'll <laughs> no, never forget that the, game. That game was one of the worst I've ever seen, like, conditions-wise. Yeah. I, like, obviously, the 80s and stuff where the fields didn't have anywhere near as good drainage, it was a mud pit. But this could be one where the elements really get involved. I'm going to go the Sharks just because no Grant, no Munster. This is, these are conditions that the, a team like Cronulla that loves a scrap will just thrive in. I mean, yeah, the score's going to be ten four. But, but also, but also, Bellamy knowing these conditions and you know the experience that he has, he will have a game plan and he knows what he's walking into. Yeah, and apparently the he gave that the, the storm the biggest spray. Yeah, at halftime and then after the game, you expect a bounce back. There could be a bounce back right now. I'm still tipping the Sharks. Yeah. But I know we often say, how often do Melbourne lose two in a row? I'm pretty sure they did it last year, and we said, how often do Melbourne lose, lose two, two in a row? Yeah. But they did it the year before as well. Yeah, they've so. also done it this year already. I'm I think sure. so, yeah. yeah. Um, they lost the Panthers and Cowboys in a row. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the kind of game where you're going to see a lot of kicks into the in goal, and they're just going to hold up, and it's going to be like Splash Mountain out there. Yeah, or yeah, balls just going up in the air, and then just plonking down and yeah. not having any bounce. My favorite, the bounce of the ball and wet weather footy is my favorite. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> wet weather footy is so good. It yeah. just looked looks fun. And my 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 favorite thing about wet weather footy is when players die from like eight meters out and then just carry yeah. into the in goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll make it. <laughs> yeah, big. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you're going sharks. Yeah, I'm going sharks. Okay, Friday night, Newcastle host. I don't know why you're not doing the tips. You're ahead of me on the ladder at the moment. But anyway, self-proclaimed expert, Mike. <laughs> Newcastle host Souths on Friday night for the Knights. Jaden Braley, uh, who had an Achilles injury, is named on the bench for his first game of the season, and Bradman Best is also back on deck to fill the void of. Gagai, um, who with Ponga uh, uh, out for Queensland. Tex Hoy again wears number one, and Sasangi comes from the bench to 18th man. For Souths, Campbell Graham's out after suffering a facial fracture against the Eels, and his place is taken by Tane Milne. Hame Seller is out, replaced by Tom Burgess in the starting side, uh, with big Davy Moali joining the bench. 
Latrell will captain Souths for the first time with Cam Murray on origin duty. Thank God it's not Cody Walker. Damien Cook... Um, Sorry, Havili takes over for Blues hooker Damien Cook, while Mark Nichols has been named to take over at lock for Murray, but he's unlikely to play as he's still experiencing concussion symptoms. Jai Arrow is replaced by Jed Cartwright, who plays first game since round 25 last year. Uh, Tarf and Cheekham are the new faces on the bench. Where's Mama Zellis? Injured? He's also injured. Nah. Wrist injury. Nah. Um, Daniel Saluka Fafita, who returned to Souths on Monday, having been a junior before being poached by the Roosters, a classic tale, uh, was granted an early release by the Roosters um, and could be a late inclusion after being named 18th. Yeah, well, if Mick Nichols is out, you expect Saluka Fafita to come in. Yeah. Uh, probably not start, but he will probably be on the bench. He's probably had, yeah. Better preparation this week than anyone because he had an extra day's turnaround as well. Yeah, so uh, really tough one because I thought the Knights, they versus the Titans, who are terrible, um, but they played well, uh, got out to an early start. Edric Lee, five tries. Um, awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, marquee signing for the uh, Dolphins next year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tip South Sydney. Yeah, I think okay. Latrell might run right. I hope so. Saturday night, the Eels venture to Tiger Town at Leichhardt for what should be a very interesting game. Of course, the Tigers won in that emotional game on Easter Monday. Golden point. Golden point. Oh, no. Field goal, not golden point. Field goal, 79th minute. Um, Tamo returns after being a late withdrawal from the Warriors game. Tamo's return sees Safar drop out of the side while impressive rookie Pole keeps his place on the bench. Dewey returns to the starting side at the expense of James Roberts. Um, New South Wales under-19's origin rep Justin Matamua makes his debut off the bench alongside Little, who returns to the 17 this week after he was 18th man against the Warriors. For the Eels, Junior Paulo's got Blues duty, uh, so Nia Cora steps into the starting side at prop, and Madison returns at lock after missing round 16 with a rib injury. Gutho is part of Freddie's squad, but he'll be released to lead the Eels. Yeah, uh, Eels should bounce back after a terrible performance against Souths. I don't yep. think they're going to lose twice to the Tigers, who are, I think if they lose this game, they go to the bottom of the table because... Titans have a buy. Yep. So, um, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm tipping the Eels. Yeah, wow. Well, that's not good. Um, okay, Sunday afternoon, this will be a cracker. The Broncos host the Dragons at Suncorp. So, Broncos are without Cobo, Capewell, Carrigan, Flegler uh, on the Maroons duty, as well as Martin and Jensen. Tessie New takes over at fullback, Pereira on the wing, and Palacia and Ryan James at the new props. Payne Haas is out, as we've said, and he's expected to miss at least the next two games. Hosking will make his NRL debut in the second row alongside Ricky and Kobe Hetherington. Um, and um, Pakes and Tyson Gamble both return from injury on the bench. Ben Hunt at Maroon's camp for the Dragon. Sullivan takes over at halfback in the only change to the side that beat the Raiders. Matt Fairguy, Fairguy has been named to play despite hobbling with a knee injury. A lot of outs for the Broncos. Yeah. A lot of outs. But no Ben Hunt for the Dragons, yeah. who is so important, and they probably would be in a lot worse position now if he wasn't on the team. 
Um, I'm gonna tip the Broncos. Don't what do we make of it. what do we make of Brisbane's defence after last week? It's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. Um, uh, mind you, it's a lot of points from the Cowboys too, who have been quite good in 20, defence. Twenty six. It was a forty to twenty six game, yeah. which is a high scoring game. Not what we see out of these two teams no. when they verse each other normally. No. Um, I yeah. I I'm not quite sure what to make of Brisbane at the moment. Uh, obviously, a lot of injuries, a lot of outs. Uh, Origin has affected them. I think they've got the fourth most players representing yeah. uh, their clubs, uh, their states. I still think that they have a better team um, and the class of Adam Reynolds, I think, will still shine through. Yeah. Uh, there are so many teams in this comp, I just yeah, don't know what to make of them. Yeah, if it's also wet weather footy, um, Cody Ramsey was pretty bad in the second half. Is it the- raining in Brisbane? I thought it was in here. I thought it was in Wollongong. Suncorp. Suncorp. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. There you go. Uh, well, maybe not then. Um, I take back what I said, but Ramsey still had a bad second half against the um, Raiders, dropped a lot of balls at the back, and they don't really have another replacement of him. I just don't know where the creativity comes from for the Dragons if Hunt is out. Because their attack isn't great. Their defense has been good this year, but their attack isn't great. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Okay. So the four games this week, Michael has gone Cronulla uh, to beat Melbourne at, at Cronulla. Souths yep. to win in Newcastle. Para to win at Leichhardt. And Brisbane. Yeah, I didn't feel good about one of those games. Brisbane. Which one? Para. Yeah, right. Despite the fact that last start loses against them. But yeah, yeah. Brisbane uh, to beat St. George. A lot of teams have to buy. Origin on Wednesday. Michael, the competition starts to get interesting next week. Everyone's yeah. had their buy. Everyone's had their buy. Origin, we've come out of Origin. We start to see how things are shaping some, up. You know, some teams are resting players to after that second buy or after the Origin period just so you can get them a bit more rest. Uh, so we'll see. See, Panthers are now, I think, four games ahead of second place. Yep. So they could rest straight after Origin. They could rest some players. They know they're versus the Tigers that week. They're probably still a better team than the Tigers, even if they put their reserve team on. Um, but then there's they've only lost one game. Isn't that crazy? It's ridiculous. Like they lost one game in 2020 as well. But yeah. you know that year was a shortened season. Yeah. This is. They. They. It is. It is a one-horse race at the moment. It is. It is. <laughs> like, okay. I, I'm looking at this ladder, and I'm like, ten of these teams, because, eleven of these teams don't actually deserve to make the top eight. Because, like, and they, like, again, the Eels beat them. Yeah. And the Eels have shown that they can beat them. Yeah. But then the Eels have lost some bad games this year. Yeah. Right. Um, Panthers destroyed the Cowboys and the Storm mm-hmm. in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Dismantled them both. I just, I, I can't see how any team is catching. Panthers. I can't remember well, Panthers. Yeah, it's healthy. It's healthy. Can't remember Panthers Cronulla, but Panthers demolished Brisbane as they well. Played yet, I don't think. I don't think they've played Does either. Cronulla, Cronulla only versus one team in the top seven. Okay, twice, so twice this year. Cronulla's next three weeks. Yeah. They play Melbourne at Shark Park. Yeah. They then go to Townsville. Yeah. They after then Origin. after Origin, they then go to Penrith. Yeah. Then they play Souths. Yeah. At home. Yeah. 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 So the Sharks have had an easy schedule. Um, 
some teams get a harder schedule going at the back end. I know Storm have a pretty rough schedule. I think South's is a bit tougher. Yeah. Ours gets easier, thank God. Yeah, you've Roosters had a rough run. Told you, that seven-week period. We got two wins. I said we needed three, we got two. Yeah. Should have beat the Raiders um, and Penrith. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. We'll leave it there. We'll do a big Origin podcast next week. We will. And then eight games of footy as well. So nine games to preview. Yeah. Don't know how much there will be talk to talk out of this weekend, given it is a split round and there's players out of uh, out for Origin duty. You just don't know how these teams... You can't really judge teams. Enjoy the bye week, Mike. That's all I have to say. I have the, the two points. Week. I'm so excited for two competition points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so excited for you deserved it as well after the last few weeks uh, so. frustrating yeah. frustrating watching my team alright let's leave it there how good is rugby league Emmanuel how good is rugby league thanks guys